Hello, everybody. This is Lorraine Lewis of Vixen, and you are watching CMS TV. Yeah. Hailing from America's hat, Canada. <laughs> That's uh, Lover Boy with Hot Girls in Love. Wrapping up a two-song uh, break there from two Canadian bands, Honeymoon Suite and Lover Boy. It's amazing how that guy can make it sound like he's crying, even when he's singing about hot chicks. <laughs> but that goes out to uh, Ben Benjamin listening to the CMS via uh, Jackal. All right, there you go. So, anyway, I've got uh, some quick stories here, real quick, and uh, just wanted to get kind of some reactions. Okay. To see, to see what you're thinking, or you know, if you have any thoughts on these at all. All right. Um, probably the first one near and dear to my heart. Um, you mentioned it earlier in the show. That uh, the fast food chain In and Out Burger is closing one of its locations, the first location it's ever closed in its 75 year history. Wow. Due to crime. Due to crime, of course. And this all happens in, in the great state of California, which they're all about the defunding the police and nobody, holding nobody accountable and so on and so forth. But you know, again, I don't know what your experience is with uh, In-N-Out Burger at all, but whenever I make a trip out to the West Coast, I make a, <laughs> the Swedes are at it again. Uh, I always make it a point to at least go to In-N-Out Burger at least once. Because mm, yeah, it's, I... it's just one of my favorite. It's a good product. It's the company itself. Uh, they never went public. It's a privately owned company. The, uh, the granddaughter of the of the founders is she's the sole owner of this thing. Okay. And this company is worth, you know, billions of dollars. And anytime that I've been to an in and out burger, regardless of what time of the day it is, there's always a line. Okay. To get in there. I mean, it's just a phenomenal um product. It's a good company. It's a it's if you like fast food, I'm not a big fast food eater, but for some reason I have to go to an In-N-Out Burger. It's sort of a tradition for me personally, and yeah. it, it, I just love it. It's In-N-Out is just a great product. I can honestly say I don't know that I've ever eaten there. I yeah. think maybe I have, but I, I certainly don't have an affinity to it. I'll put it that way. Yeah, like, because if you haven't experienced it, you can't relate. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, In-N-Out is closing its only location in Oakland, California, because of ongoing issues with crime. While several locations have been relocated, the company has never closed a location in its 75-year history. We feel, the, we feel the frequency and severity of the crimes being encountered by our customers and associates leave us no alternative, the chief operating officer, Denny Warnick, said on in a statement on Tuesday, the location near Oakland International Airport, which has been open for almost two decades, will officially close on March 
Whitworth. Despite taking repeat steps to create safer conditions, our customers and associates are regularly victimized by car break-ins, property damage, theft, and alarm and armed robberies, Warnick said. The restaurant remains as busy, remains a busy and profitable location, but in and out uh, top priority is its employees and customers. We cannot ask them to visit or work in an unsafe environment. A host of businesses have closed in Oakland, citing crime as the reason, including uh, Raising Cane that closed its dining room in March. Uh, Oakland police have increased patrols and cameras to help combat crime, according to the station. All employees affected by the In-N-Out closing will be able to transfer to a nearby In-N-Out location or seek uh, severance packages. That just sucks. Yeah, it does. I mean, I don't know nothing about the place. I'm sure it's good because I know you. You're not going to eat shitty food. No, and it's not and, like and, you're celebrating McDonald's for God's no, sake. So. No, and the thing about In and Out is they've kind of retained the whole '50s nostalgia because mm-hmm. all their people wear like the white aprons and the white okay. uh, paper hats and sure. They got the whole fifties vibe. I, I got several shirts from In and Out. It's got the whole like the old fifty five Chevys and okay. you know, the whole you know, it's just the whole nostalgia and the vibe, but but the food is good. It's right. it's it's really good quality fast food if you like that kind of stuff. I mean, how tragic is it that in today's world businesses are closing because they can't be open in any neighborhood in a town the size of Oakland? Yeah. I mean, it's Oakland. It's not, you know, it's not one of these one stoplight towns. Oakland's big. You know, you can't keep the crime away from one fucking store. Nope. Jesus. So they're they're closing their first location in 75 years of doing business. Just so how many more locations do they have? they they, they, They literally have hundreds, but regardless of that. It's just that after 75 years, almost, you know, a century, right? Because, because of circumstances beyond their control, they have to shut their store. Are all their locations in California or is it West no, Coast? They're, they're mostly West Coast. It's okay. California, Nevada, Arizona. I think they're creeping into Texas. Okay. Uh, I think I had read that they might be opening a location and maybe Tennessee or something. But again, they're not okay. a they're not a public held company. They're a privately owned company and that's how they choose to remain and you know, they're not they're not into mass production or mass opening otherwise they would have gone public a long time ago. And, right. and they don't want to go public. You know, they no. want to remain they want to remain private and they want to control their own destiny and Right. You know, they're mostly a West Coast company, so you'll you'll see them in Arizona, uh, California, Nevada, uh, maybe some some into Texas, but but they're not that widespread. They're sure. they're probably like in five states. Okay. Do you think that the others in California might be in jeopardy? Depends on where they're located. California is really turning into a fucking prison state, isn't it? It is. It's a shithole. It just 
It used to be the destination location. Everybody mm-hmm. wanted to go to California. Wasn't that the dream place? I want to go to California. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I ended up in California. I moved in. I moved to California in 85. Yeah. That, that was the dream play. Oh, I'm going to California. You know, even Led Zeppelin sang about it. I'm going to California with an Aiken in my heart. Yeah. Now everybody's leaving California. Yeah. Mamas and the Papas, California dreaming. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's it's sad. It's sad seeing what it's become. Yeah. It's destroyed. It's tragic. All right. See, there you go. Boss metal. I'm out of here as soon as I can. Yeah. All right. Here's another silly story. Here's a okay. silly story. Uh, excessively farting passenger reportedly caused an American Airlines flight to turn around. <laughs> what? Because he was farting? He was farting. Boy. Wish we had Eric around to bring him on because I'm sure he's experienced that. Uh, we all breathed a sigh of release of relief when he was removed. A witness to a gassy passenger wrote, uh, <laughs> "A flight was reportedly delayed after the plane ran into some unexpl- unexpected flatulence. An Jesus. excessively gassy passenger had to be removed." The January 14th incident was documented by a Texas-based Reddit user. Uh, He wrote about the smelly situation on an American Airlines flight from Phoenix to Austin, Texas. American Airlines did not immediately respond to people's requests for comment. I was seated near the row where the situation occurred. The passenger recalled in the Austin subreddit. While the airplane was still at the gate, the documentarian says he's a documentarian now. Oh, yeah. A fart documentarian, apparently. Because he he posts on Reddit. He's a documentarian. Sure he is. Say they saw and heard an audibly disgruntled and maybe hungover man. He reportedly exclaimed, you thought that was rude? Well, how about the smell and proceeded to loudly pass gas? I don't know what provoked that comment and while kind of funny to overhear was uncalled for, especially coming from a grown man on an airplane nonetheless, but the transgression didn't end there. The man who just purposely farted moments ago decided to loudly and condescendingly say, yeah, everybody, let's just eat the smelliest food possible all at the same time. The poster wrote, seemingly referring to a scent unrelated to his own actions. In response, a man in the next row reported a remark, if you don't like it, you can fly private, to which the gassy passenger replied, that's so fucking rude. Another passenger chimed in, I don't think we all agree. You're the rude one here, the witness added. The (laughs) spat continued with a flatulent uh, flyer responding, that's just so low class before another nearby passenger said, well, you're back here in the economy with the rest of us. Yeah, scuff- pal. Yeah. The, the scuffle caused the plane, which had left the gate and been moving forward on the runway for takeoff to stop and return to the gate. <laughs> At this point, the flight crew had to get involved. 
we get back to the gate and the flight attendant comes back and informs Fartman that he will not be staying on the flight. He simply replies, I don't understand. And she tells him uh, they'll talk about it off the plane. He gets up and grabs his bag and quietly exits the plane. We all breathe the sigh of of relief when he was removed. I think almost most people were on edge about what what he may say or do next. The trip was only delayed about 15 to 30 minutes. So all in all, I think American handled it swiftly. A similar, more severe incident occurred nearly two decades ago on another American flight, according to The Wire. On that journey, a passenger reportedly lit matches mid-flight to mask a fart. Jesus. Causing the pilots to make an emergency landing and the airline to ban the passenger. Wow. So this guy was farting uh, uncontrollably. I guess so. My God. Now, if if you were in that row, what would you do? I would probably go, dude, what the fuck are you doing? What if he laughed at you? Would you punch him? No, I wouldn't assault somebody. You, you could get arrested for that. Oh, he's trying to strangle you with his gas. That's <laughs> farting. Quit farting on the plane. What's wrong with your smelly ass, you fucking <laughs> lume needing motherfucker? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's something. Jesus Christ. What is it? Dude, this world. Yeah, people, people just are unleashed at this point. Yeah, just no... No couth, no, no consideration, decorum, no, no. no nothing. Look, I'm a foul person. I'll admit it. I like to swear, and I don't like to follow a whole lot of rules. But, man, you get into a space, a, a lockdown space like that, you fucking have to have some sort of, you know, commonality. I don't think it's too crazy to think that if you really got to fucking let some gassers that you get up and fucking go in the bathroom. Yeah. Is that crazy? Yeah. Jeez. Instead, he taunts everyone around him. Here, smell my stench. Yeah. Take a smell of this turd cutter that I didn't wipe. (laughs) There's a time and place for everything, for (laughs) everyone. God. I wish this was the 50s. They probably would have just thrown him off the plane, like, in the air. The, the thing is, is back in the fifties, flying was kind of like an event. People used to actually like dress up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Suits. And they, you know, it was sort of like a, you know, like an exclusive club mm-hmm. to, to fly. But now because of these low cost airlines, you know, be it Southwest or spirit, spirit or right. any one of these, just about every, every ghetto, you know, rat can fly now yeah. for cheap. Yeah, it, it's it's the the equivalent of a fast RTA. Well, that's really what it is. It's, it's just the gray, f- it's the Greyhound of the sky. It is. It really is. It's the L train, <laughs> or maybe All the right. N train. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. Ricky Slick Rick Buchanan, a popular Memphis DJ, was found beheaded inside his home in the. Burclair area this week. Be like his head was chopped off. His head was chopped off. God damn. Should have played that person's request. 
You, you could you could look him up. His name is Slick Rick Buchanan. See Let's if you can find his picture or anything. He was found beheaded inside his home in the uh, Berkeley area. He was well known by his stage name of Slick Rick. Slick Rick Buchanan. Rick's brother, John Buchanan, was the one who discovered his decapitated body found around 2.30 in the afternoon on Wednesday. I walked in and found him, and I just called 911. It was terrible, John told the news outlet, adding that he initially didn't realize his brother's body had been decapitated. I thought his coat was up over his head like it was cold or something, he re recounted. <laughs> I ran out, and then I ran back in, and then I realized it wasn't that. It was just something worse. Yeah, he was missing his head. It, yeah, his head was gone. There he is. I didn't know that Seal's mom had an affair with a white guy. Not really. He looks John like with the white seal, doesn't he? He does. He does. Wow. Yeah. All right. That's that's slick Rick. Slick Rick is no more. Yeah, see this part up here? No more. <laughs> John also described a series of weird circumstances at the home, including that he found his brother's dog Lucky still in the yard. A lot of things were weird, John explained. He had his keys still in his hand. His pants were pulled down to his feet, and the back door was wide open. So that's the weird stuff. Now, by the back door, <laughs> do you mean the house back door? I'm going to guess that the house back door. So he walks in. He opens up the back door with his keys, walks in the door, and somebody with a machete goes, <gasps> Yeah, woof. And they wake up. Goodbye, slick Rick. Yeah, You're no not shit. so slick no more. Should have given me those fucking Godsmack tickets, motherfucker. Right. Jesus. Well, that John, sucks. Yeah. Where's he from? What what city? What state? This is outside of Memphis, I think. Have you ever heard of this guy? No. He's just like a local DJ guy. I guess he's sort of like a local was a local celebrity, I guess. Yeah. John also mentioned in 2014 incident when Rick was shot outside of a club. All a right. This guy was into something here. Come on. We'll look at him. Come on now. Yeah. He's, he's definitely got his doctor, Dr. Johnny fever ills going. Right. Jesus. All right. Uh, he was shot outside of a club, a situation that reportedly caused his brother to become more of a recluse. Now police are said to be investigating the circumstances surrounding Rick's death while John and the rest of his family focus on the next steps. Uh, we are just uh, securing the property, said, making funeral arrangements, taking care of my mom. John also shared that his family plans to adopt Lucky in the wake of Rick's death. Oh, at least there's a happy ending. The, the dog gets a home. That's nice. Now, where was his head? It didn't say. He said he was decapitated. That's all. I said. mean, was it next to him? Was it found? It, it didn't say. That's kind of, you know, you'd think that they'd say the head was, you know, next to the body or something. I guess if it was missing, they would say that. Right, right. So, just, so I mean, the guy had his keys in his hand, but why was his pants down around his ankles? Maybe he had to run in to take a shit, so he was like... <laughs> Opening the door and dropping his pants so he could run in, and he ran into a machete. 
some razor wire. Yeah, no shit. Somebody strung some razor wire across the doorway. (laughs) (laughs) His pants were around his ankles. The the door was wide open. His keys were still in his hand and he was decapitated. What a weird story. (laughs) I'm sorry for laughing, but it's just. It is kind of funny. It's so absurd that it's funny. (laughs) Oh, man. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, what was going on here? I I can't, I'm trying to figure out any kind of a scenario. Was he maybe with a chick? Didn't say. And he said like, like maybe he was going to bang a hooker and the hooker, like he, he didn't, he like pulled his pants down and said, I'll pay you after you suck my dick. And right. And she said no. And the pimp herder out in the out in the patio and came in with a machete i don't know i'm making shit up but i know it's bizarre what a weird story yeah all right his pants were down around his ankles and his keys were still in his hand and the back door was still open good <laughs> and lord the door, and the dog was in the backyard yeah <laughs> wow yeah so what I a story that- I just thought that was kind of a weird, wacky ass thing happening. Yeah, you think? <laughs> Good God. We're going to have to follow up on this one. Yeah. We're going to have to keep, keep <laughs> tabs on this guy. Find out what happens to slick, slick Rick. Rick. Well, well, I guess well, we know what happens to slick Rick. We'll have to find yeah. out what happens to the case. Exactly. Well, speaking of slick Rick. Yes. Slick Rick Springfield and Richard Marks are out on a tour. Were you aware of that? Yes, I was actually. Oh, look at that. Were you offered to interview either one of them? Uh, yes, I was actually. Where, where, where are you? Rick Springfield. Yeah. Oh, really? And did you turn it down or? No, just, I didn't turn it down. It just didn't work out. But oh, okay. All the right. timing didn't work out right, but I All was right. offered. All right. Well, Rick Springfield, Jesse's girl and Richard Marks, uh, they're out on a co-headlining tour. Okay. And they visited the Sirius XM studios in New York city and Rick Springfield and Richard Marks, uh, were being interviewed and, um, um, Richard Marks during one of the current shows, he berated a noisy concert heckler on the stage. Oh boy. Okay. And in response, Rick Springfield sent a strong message of support for his touring mate. Okay. During a concert in Port Chester, New York, Richard Mark 60 performed his song. Angelia. Is it Angelia? Angelia. Yeah. Angelia. When a woman in the crowd started talking loudly over him, how big was this place? Hey, I'll be, is it it's an acoustic tour? Is that what you said? I, I don't know if it's an acoustic tour. Because if it's a band tour, how the fuck did you hear? That's what I'm saying. How big is this place where you can hear one woman in the crowd talking loudly? Yeah, what is this, a comedy show? Everybody's <laughs> silent until they get a good laugh? Uh, a video obtained by TMZ. You might be able to find this. Okay. Let's see if you can look it up. Uh, TMZ springfield marks tour or something like that about a heckler you might be able to looking real quick find it and pull it up uh shows marks singing 
with the heckler's voice aud- audible over his vocals and guitar. So this might be an acoustic thing. It is an acoustic thing. Okay. Although fellow audience members attempted to hush her, she persisted. <laughs> Marks okay. professionally finished the song, but then took a moment to call out the rude concert goer, and he didn't hold back. Well, he's kind of a cunt anyway. Is he? I, I'm I don't just going to say, yeah, he I, is I don't a... know much about Richard Marks, to be honest with you. I, I, I mean... I just know that he was married to that girl, Penny, and... Um, in uh uh dirty dancing he's one of these guys that a he's as far he's so far left he's almost leaning right that's how far left he is he's 180 degrees oh yeah he's one of them guys and he literally is He's the online preacher guy. He's like Sebastian Bach or oh, whatever. Okay. All right. I get You I, faggots I, I aren't I mean he doesn't say that, but he's like, <laughs> You guys are you guys should be if you die from not getting the vax, then you then you deserve it because oh, he's a Howard you're Star. a you're a bad person for yeah. not following the agenda. Right. So he's you know, a Howard Stern guy. He's if it's a left leaning support cause, he's all for it. All right hates trump oh of course you know as they all do but yeah he's he's definitely one of those severely brain damaged left-leaning goons all right that has a lot of money so he can be that way and get away with it but so so where did richard marx make his bones i mean you know obviously richard marx has not been relevant since the late 80s right yeah but he had three really big albums so so he's well, if he's hung on to his money all that long, uh, good for him because he also, he also writes. Okay. He's written a ton of hits. All like, right. He, See, he's I, one, I, I think I he's know. in the, he's I think like he's in the songwriting hall of fame too. All right. So he's like a Michael McDonald, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I wasn't aware, but all right, go ahead and play, play what, what happened here. All right. Let's see. who raised you to think that anything you could yell out was more important than what we were doing. Learn some fucking manners, lady. (laughs) Actually, that's pretty funny. (laughs) Well, again, I mean, I mean, if you're just being disruptive, yeah. Well, it does seem that she is being disrupted. I mean, yeah, that she's I mean, yelling I, out. I can but... hear a lot of yelling, and it's like, what? What are you doing? Yeah, it's like, shut up. Yeah, there's more people here than you. Mm-hmm. All right, let's hear the rest of this. See what else he says. 
thing though because you are at a concert you're not really supposed to be quiet well why are you yelling shit out at the artist while they're well, yeah. performing a song i'm not saying she's right i'm just saying no. the rick springfield story though is is kind of shitty because if they were in the back at the bar then they're at the back at the bar turn your shit up play louder maybe they came to see your opening act dick fuck <laughs> um marks professionally finished the song but then took a moment to call out the rude concert goer and he didn't hold back i'm genuinely curious who raised you to think that anything you could yell out was more important than what we're doing here uh learn some fucking manners ladies springfield 74 attempted to defuse the situation by sharing an antidote about a past performance during which guys were loudly conversing at a bar. He followed up the story by making a comical threat to the heckler. I'm going to come to your work and I'm going to pee on your desk. The Jesse's girl singer declared. <sighs> Always got to throw in the song title too. So well, that you we, feel well, connected we, to the yeah, fucking we story. To identify who uh, Rick Springfield is. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> in addition to his entertaining clapbacks and i and i'm going to officially declare anyone who writes clapback in their article should automatically be killed <laughs> and he clapped back I, I i saw i saw something this week about Alyssa milano asking for uh donations so her son's baseball team could go to the cooperstown something or other okay we're just like you're a multi-millionaire why are you asking people for uh go nickels and dimes and shit right and, it's like, and she clapped back immediately it's like well i'm glad Alyssa milano clapped back and what did she clap back and say well, these what possible were- reason could she have of not being able to fund Five hundred dollars for her kid to go to fucking well, Cooperstown. Her kid for the team. Why does she have to worry about the fucking team? Because she's a team mom. Well, why do I, as somebody that just liked watching her tits bounce when she was on Charmed, need to fucking donate twenty dollars to that? Right, right, exactly. That's Fuck what off, Alyssa. It's like, it's like your net worth is ten million dollars. Why are you asking the public to pay for your kid's team? And your kid is not involved in a. A, a team that's a uh, ghetto team probably yeah. most of the kids on your kids team are probably affluent people too that's right so fucking write the check Alyssa. you fucking bitch so she thanks was thanks for my autograph by the way Alyssa. i love it <laughs> she was she was trying to raise ten thousand dollars 
ten thousand dollars she can't afford 10 grand and she's worth 10 million well again i'm sure all the other kids who are involved in this team her kid is involved with i'm sure their parents are fairly affluent people too no she doesn't live in a cheap community is what i'm trying to say and it's just like collectively i'm sure all the parents who were involved with this they're probably worth millions of dollars but they're doing a gofundme for you know to send their kids to cooperstown for some tournament absolutely pathetic it is and that's what people were saying it's just like this is ridiculous you were so fucking tone deaf no like most people most working people Mm -hmm. don't ask for donations they do car washes and you know fundraisers and this they, they don't go on go fund no. me and go hey could you send my kid to baseball camp no dude my 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 brother's son um my brother's son is a, into rowing like yeah. you know like boat rowing yeah, thing exactly. in, uh-huh. in school and he lives out in san diego so it's the same area really you know it, it really is the same area and they just had their big the big rowing tournament i guess i don't know anything about rowing so i might be a little wrong on this but whatever the biggest rowing tournament is for schools in the country is in boston okay and and they they took the whole team out to boston you know that's what eight kids or however many kids are in a boat and all the parents and all the you know my brother went and my mom went and you know they had to do all the shit to get to boston pay whatever they had to pay to put the team in the hotel and all that shit i don't i'm i'm pretty positive that i didn't hear my brother asking me hey man could you throw in some could you throw in 20 dollars for the gofundme <laughs> for your for your nephew's fucking boat thing wasn't you know and, and i'm sure that Alyssa milano has less or more money than my brother right of course i'm assuming that to be true and that being said, I mean, this school, whatever the school is in San Diego, they're not holding a GoFundMe. Shut the fuck up and write the check, you bitch. Jesus. Yep. What a greedy cunt. I agree. Uh, in addition to his entertaining clapbacks, Springfield has a, uh, attracted attention for his quote unquote ultra fit physique for a septuagenarian. <laughs> One fan posted a photo by way of Twitter or X. How about this shirtless Rick Springfield? Last night's concert in AC was amazing. So what's his secret? Well, maybe he takes care of himself. Probably works out every day. Yeah, a guy guy who doesn't work a nine-to-five job or eight-to-five job or whatever, he's got time to take care of himself all day long. Mm Mm-hmm. I work out every day. I just get a trainer. I've been working out with him. He told people in 2023, basically, I watch what I eat and I try to stay active. Well, yeah. If you don't work a regular job, you could do that. Yeah. You you get a you know you get a um, dietitian. Sure. You, you somebody you know portions your meals for you. You got a workout guy. You got all day long just to work out. You don't have to get up at six in the morning and out the door by seven and go yeah. to work. And you're, he's not doing all those things, but you know, good on them. Anybody who's, who's affluent and who has that yeah. opportunity, 
I don't begrudge them that. No. I mean, but what else does Rick Springfield have to do? That's my Rick point. Springfield has two things to do. Make sure he knows the words to um, Jesse's girl and fucking work out. That's all he's got to do. He has nothing else to do. That's my point. So it's just like, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't spend 40 minutes in the car on his way to a job and sit at a desk all day and, you know, talk to customers on a phone or do analytics or whatever, yeah. and then take a 40 minute uh, ride home and, you know, hopefully get a substantial dinner. And, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's not like the rest of us. <laughs> that is an elite class. So don't sit mm -hmm. there and admire these people and go, holy shit, what's their secret? Their secret yeah. is that they've been, they've been rich. That, they, that's their secret. They're wealthy. They're wealthy and they can afford that kind of stuff. If he gain, and if he gains 10 pounds, he can go to a surgeon and have it chopped off. Right. There's that too. Not saying that Rick has done that, but he certainly could. Yeah. So what a stupid thing. I always see these articles periodically that Gwyneth Paltrow looks absolutely amazing in a swimsuit. And yeah, it's no like, shit. Yeah. Well, what else does she got to do? Yeah, you know which ones always start looking shitty? The ones that fucking aren't getting parts anymore. <laughs> that's when they said that's when fucking what's her name? From um Cheers. Oh, uh the girl who died? Did she die? Who? Rebecca from Cheers. Um what's her name? God damn it, did she die? Yeah, she passed away. Becca Cheers, um, played by uh, Kirstie Alley. Yeah, she passed away. She died last she, year. I didn't realize. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to bring up the dead. I didn't realize yeah, she was gone. Kirstie Alley passed away. Yeah. No kidding. Oh. She was always a beautiful woman, but man, she put on packed on the weight. Yeah. So did uh, what's the girl from? Um, um, Steven Seagal's ex-wife. What's her name? The girl from, uh, weird science and lady in red. Oh, um, um Kelly LeBrock. Yeah. She packed on the way too. Uh, she dead. No, she's not dead, but, but she got just fat. Really, yeah. She got really <laughs> heavy. <laughs> she got real heavy. You know, but she, she was everybody's heartthrob. She was like, holy shit, Kelly LeBrock, Jesus Christ. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'd do anything to bang that chick. Ooh. And Might not just, be so hard these days. Holy shit. I know. That's what I'm saying. Wow. <laughs> she was on like that fit club show and stuff, trying to lose the pounds. And it's like, Jesus Christ, you were like everybody's love. It's like, holy shit. Uh, I, Kelly LeBrock. I mean, when you and I were young, that's that's all we ever heard from our friends. It was like, holy mm -hmm. shit, Kelly LeBrock, she's fucking hot. Yeah, she was she was one of those that you that you now she looks like a, she looks like a madam in a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> I know you like the big fat fucking tits, as you always say. I do. How about, how about those big fat fucking tits? I'm all about it. Why not? Yeah. Knock that wig off and go for it. Right. I mean, those, those beads are the size of fucking baseballs, but. 
Those are anal beads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she gained a couple of pounds. Yeah, a couple. Couple. Yeah, but that's just like Christy Alley, same thing. Her two tits weigh as much as she did when she was hot. Right. I'll bet they're close. What do you think you those find, two tits weigh? I know. The, she, 40 she, pounds? Yeah, she's a thick she's a thick woman yeah you know how about can you can you find uh can you find christy alley before she passed away i mean she was a beautiful girl beautiful girl christy alley she she had that exotic look about her you know the those eyes and yeah. lips she was smoking hot she might have got thin at the end though because she had cancer so that might have squeezed the pounds off before she died um you want like a right before she died picture? Oh, well, whatever, whatever you have. When she got pretty thick, she got pretty heavy. But well, here's you know, a real getting... flattering one. Oof. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Whew. Rest in peace. My goodness, the Reese's piece kind. Yeah, look at that hot mm, delicious see she was eating healthy look she's got a fresh bag right here it's whole foods our good friend uh our good friend mean metal x he said great show tonight fellas thank you mean metal x my nephew says like anthony and gavin say those big fucking tits that's right They know what's what. <laughs> so there you are. There we go. It's not impossible. It's just that, uh, you know, if you got time and the resources and, you know. Well, again, Kirstie Alley, when she had parts, she was thin. Right. When she stopped having parts, she plumped up. Exactly. Then when she got rolls again, she lost a bunch of weight. And then when she didn't have rolls again, she had rolls at dinner. That's how it went. And around her belly. That's right. <laughs> and as a fat guy, I can appreciate that. Sure. It's all good. Right. All right. One last story and we'll get out of here. All right. All right. Last week we talked about uh, the Stanley Cups. Yes. You were completely appalled by this. I was disgusted by the Stanley Cups. You're damn right. right. Well, uh, one of our, one of our faithful listeners, mm -hmm. uh, Jerry Kogel sent this in. Okay. I think I actually shared this with you, uh, earlier this week, but, uh, he says, hi, Neely thought you might uh, find this article interesting after this past weekend show. If you haven't seen it, hope you're doing well, brother. CMS rocks, Jerry. Okay. Well, apparently because of this Stanley Cup craze, mm -hmm. people are now uh, resorting to theft. Of Stanley Cups. Of Stanley Cups. Okay. That's uh, good. Recently reported on the Stanley Cup craze, you know, the viral 40-ounce straw tumbler that people are camping out in front of target and busting down doors for 
Well, if you thought the craze was winding down, it's overhyped. It's a cup. Yesterday at the Roseville Police Department reported that a 23-year-old woman was arrested for allegedly stealing 65 Stanley Cups valued at nearly $2,500 from a local retail store, i.e. Target. Wow. According to Roseville Police, staff spotted the rogue woman taking a shopping cart full of Stanley water bottles without paying for them. She should have only stole 900. Then it wouldn't have been a crime. Right, of course. Jeez. The woman reportedly refused to stop and proceeded to stuff her car with stolen cups. She was apprehended in a traffic stop. In the middle of the cultural craze, the resulting photos are kind of a masterpiece. Uh, like, why did they have to lay them out on a drug, like a drug bust? Now, I sent you that photos. Did I send you that earlier? I don't know. Where, where they put all the Stanley Cups on the hood of the, uh, of the cop car. You sent it to me during the week, but I don't yeah, think you sent it to me today. I don't have it handy, but I don't have it handy. All right. Uh, but anyway, so, so now people are stealing Stanley cups because of the craze of, can you even imagine this? This is a stupid insulated cup, like a Yeti. Oh, God forbid. I said it was like a Yeti. Stop with your language. I know. Well, not that because, oh no, Stanley is way better. Way better. Way better. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, dude, it's so weird that people with their dumb brands, this is just a side note. So I was watching a training um, during the week on um, media, mar- social media marketing, because okay. I'm trying to get better at it. And, you know, I obviously I do that for customers and stuff. So I watch, I take training here and there. And I was watching this, this lady that doing this training and and she all of a sudden broke into, you know, the reason I do it this way is because I like to make money and I'm driven by money and I'm not driven by, you know, numbers or blah, 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 her thing. Right. And then she talked about her glasses and she goes, and see, this is why I have Gucci glasses because I, I like this brand and, and Gucci is a brand and. I wouldn't be caught with anything but Gucci. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'd be caught with whatever fucking makes it so I can fucking see. Right. You know, it's like, shut up with your Gucci brand horseshit. Well, well again, it's it's all about status. There you go. You got the picture. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, it's all about status. Now, what no. would make this good is if the cop then got in front of the car and started shooting these cups. <laughs> exactly so so apparently there there's there's like even though they're all equally made they're all the same for the most part Mm -hmm. but for some reason there's some that are more valuable than others okay just, just due to the color right uh so so what the what this poster said um 
it appears she kept what I presume is the quote unquote, the limited edition, the Galantine version for herself. Also known as the cup, literally and figuratively as the heart of the frenzy. I guess, I guess there's like a certain color that's like the best of those, those cups, though they're all the same. Oh, well, gotta have that one. One, one is like red and one is like pink and you know but if you have that one that's the holy grail of all these cups well look at all these cheap ones here these are all gray and light blue and shit that's well, garbage those, those, those aren't the valuable ones the ones that's that, crap i know but i'll steal them all because they all have value i guess i'll sell them on ebay so i can buy a red one <laughs> The Roseville police wrote on their Facebook page, while Stanley quenchers are all the rage, we strongly advise against turning to crime to fulfill your, and it's hydration habits. Oh, shut up. They're not using it for hydration habits. They're using it because it's a status symbol. It's currency. Yeah. Look, I, I got this. This is so dumb. It is the dumbest thing. Anything that's mass produced is not going to be valuable. And I, and I think we pointed this out last week that the uh, these babies. are the new beanie babies. It's mm -hmm. what it is. It's yep. the new beanie babies. These things are going to be worthless in a year. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Stupid cunts. Nobody, nobody gives a shit. The only things that are of value of collector is if they're a one of a kind. This is like having the NFL mugs from McDonald's back in the day. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And what is that shit worth now? Nothing. Nothing. Or those, remember those stupid plates that they had from all the movies and shit? Here's your oh, Gone yeah. with the Wind plates and here's right. your, your, you know, Godfather plates. Or, and what is all that shit? Remember, this is an investment. This is an investment. Is any of that shit worth 25 cents if you go to a flea market? I don't think so. Well, how about the uh, Franklin Mints? The F Franklin Mint yeah. coins. Dumb. Just useless junk. Look, look at this. We got the uh, 1976 Spirit of America coins here. <laughs> the Franklin Mint coins. Yeah. Here's, you got a buffalo here, here, head here's, here's the quarter and the 50 cent piece. You know what that's worth today? 25 cents and yeah, 50 cents <laughs> exactly well oh, here's the susan anthony b susan, susan b. b anthony yeah <laughs> here what's that worth today i think a it's buck. worth a dollar yeah a buck <laughs> if you can find somebody that'll even take it right and a lot of people won't take it because yeah, it's, like, it's oh, odd shaped uh, it's, a, it's a dollar coin we don't have a slot in our register for a dollar coin. And it's got a weird shape to it too, doesn't it? Isn't it yeah, like an octagon shape like, or something? It's like got eight sides to it. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, we're going to have to throw that in the 50 cent slot in the, yeah. in the cash register drawer. Cause we don't have a slot just for this dollar coin. That's right. People stink. I know people are stupid. They are. No. People who people who live their lives by social media deserve to be taken advantage of. <laughs> yeah, that is true. You fucking suck. That's right. And I hope you're not fans of my show because you blow. <laughs> 
Suck a dick. That's right. All right. All right. I think we've given you enough of our, you know, our rare talent. Our brilliance. Yeah. We gave him seven hours this week. It's plenty. Seven hours. Oh, yeah. We gave him a Monday, an hour on Monday. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, people. Yeah. You got enough. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get, you don't get all this talent for nothing. I mean, how much greatness do you expect in one week? (laughs) Jesus. I know we, we bring, we bring the news and the truth, but man, you're going to have to find another outlet to sustain you through the week because we can't do it all. That's right. I know we saw, we, we seem like we're, uh, deities and gods and all, but you're going to have to figure out some other way to, you know, sustain your, your life force through the week. That's right. You'll figure it out. Chris and I can't do everything, even though we seem like we're, you know, we're, 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 what, what is the, uh, what is the, uh, song from Metallica? Something the gods of gods that failed. <laughs> the gods said, that's us. We're the gods that fail. <laughs> that's us. That's right. You can blame us because we're the gods that failed. That's right. So, uh, anyway, it's been fun. It went quick. I told you it was a bunch of quick hitters this hour. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just stupid stuff. And I, you know, I, I really hope that our fans who tune in and listen to us, they're not, they're not one of these people. Well, they are, but are, <laughs> some are they, I, are. I just, I just hope that they're not some are, but some aren't they're learning. Are they? Some of them are learning. Yeah. Okay. All right. Live and learn as it were. That's right. All right. Well, since, since we talked about Metallica and the black album and the gods that failed and all that good stuff, I thought maybe we'd end the show with that. Works for me. Cause, uh, you know, that's a fun album, right? The I like it. Album, man. I like it. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back next Saturday. We'll do this thing all over again. We appreciate everybody who's tuned in and, I hope you have a safe and enjoyable week. So this is Neely along with my very good friend, Chris Egan. We're gone. Bye kids. The internet has changed the game to where you don't need millions of dollars to own your own viable radio or TV station. A good concept and a great streaming platform are all you need. We've got that platform for you. I'll Get Drunk Noise is the best place to stream your very own online radio or TV station. We offer 24-7 scheduling, on-demand options, the ability to go live on your channels, and much, much more. Sell and plug in your own advertisements within your programming as you see fit. Our stations are fully licensed and legal. It's all here for you, so get started today. 
Just visit www.uncontrollednoise.com and let us know you are ready to broadcast. Uncontrolled Noise, your best place for online radio and television stations.